Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. A good night in the NBA last night uh, for, for us. I was off on the Steph Curry three-pointer. He had a bad night shooting. I did end up playing Holy. Harden. I did end up playing Harden over two and a half three. So he hit that. So I got that one. So I evened out. But... I mean, Curry shot 14 threes. If you had told me 14 three-point attempts yesterday, I'd say, all right, he goes over five and a half. Three of 14 last night. Tough night well, for you, Steph Curry. Well, you can speak for yourself on a good night with the NBA because uh, when the Knicks-Nets under dies with about 20 seconds left, you always feel a little, a little uneasy about that. But, you know, good luck figuring out the NBA. Good luck. I mean, Steph... Four for 21 from the field last night. And I know that Phoenix side that you've got to give uh, them credit. But when you see Booker only make it for 15 minutes on the court, he exits. There's this assumption that, okay, this could be Golden State's night. That That's their best player, um, I'd say, most of the time. Booker, and he had that string of 30-point games coming in. So Booker barely plays, and they still win. Steph, mm-hmm. bad night. And then we find out not too long before tip-off, hey, LeBron's out, and they just lost to Sacramento. They're they're in a bad way right now. They're terrible in the first half. Russ Westbrook was a joke, and without LeBron, they end up uh, just steamrolling the Kings in the end in the second half. They scored 97 points after the first quarter. 97 points. Not going to jump to any conclusions and say the Lakers are figuring things out, but uh, my point being, good luck figuring out the NBA. Yeah, there's two things I, I know about the NBA right now. Aaron's double-doubles are, are the way to play things. Because that hit for you last night? Did you get that? It, yeah, it did. Yes. And the three-leg double-double parlay the night before. But what's impressive is the 17 straight wins for the Phoenix Suns. They beat the yeah. Warriors 104-96. The Warriors had a lead. They blew it. They started turning the ball over. And then the Suns started hitting some threes to take the lead and kind of closed it out. They were able to hold on for the win. Um, So this is, I mean, I know we're going to get to some futures, but it's crazy. I think it's time to put some respect on the Suns' name. They're still not even the favorite to win the West. And they're like the fourth favorite uh, to win the NBA title. And they were there last year. 
I, I get it. People still think it's a fluke. Maybe they're just a regular season team. But come yeah. on. They just beat the Warriors. Um, I don't know when they're going to lose. I mean, maybe they do lose this next time when they, pl they play the Pistons next. Then they play the Warriors. Maybe that's the loss. Um, but they, I mean, if they don't lose that game, then it's San Antonio, Boston at home, at the Clippers, Portland, Washington, Charlotte, and then at the Lakers December 21st. I mean, they could just keep going and be like, what? 30 and three or something like that. Um, it's crazy what they're doing right now. And they're getting contributions from multiple players. Um, Chris Paul, Devin Booker, DeAndre Ayton. Um, it's just fun to watch this Suns team play. And we're talking about 17 straight wins now. I mean, this is pretty remarkable. They are, they, they look, they look like they have, they could have an all-time season. Let's hear from Chris Paul last night after the win on the win streak. You know, those guys have been here for years. You know, they went through some 19 win seasons. You know, and they stayed the course. You know, they did what they did in the bubble. We did what we did last year. But even coming in this year, you know, it's, it's the foundation that was set. And, you know, you look at the team we just played tonight. You know, they've been doing that now for a long time. And I think that's what most teams around the league are trying to build. I mean, Aaron, you just said their, their upcoming schedule. They're only a few wins away from, like, the all-time range for win streaks. Like, 20 is – is that's when you start getting to, like, the all-time teams, right? The Bucks in the 70s with Kareem Abdul-Jabbar a few years ago with the Warriors. Like, not many teams get a, get to 20 straight wins. And then usually if you do, you, you're an all-time team. Like, you don't fluke your way to 20 straight wins. Right. And, you know, they're just a few away – um, the schedule's lining up. I think it'll be hard to beat the Warriors twice. I, I mean, I would be surprised. Um, but, you know, the way I keep – I thought at 10 wins they were going to lose, and it's like, man, I should have been riding this thing on the money line the whole time. See, I, I think the odds are right. I, I disagree because how much higher do you want to go with them? They're the second favorite in the West. The only team above them is Golden State. It's not like they've been playing poorly. I mean, we were talking yesterday about them being 18-2 and two going into that game. And they have Steph. And Clay's probably going to be back in a month. And the only other teams ahead of them are in the Eastern Conference. And you've got Durant, arguably the best player in the NBA. And you've got Giannis. So for them to be viewed as a top-four team, and they've leapfrogged the Lakers as they should have. Uh, they're ahead of the Jazz. I think they're priced right. I, I would, if I were to to set the odds myself just for the Western Conference, I would still put the Warriors one and the Suns two. But I would too. So the Lakers yeah. were ahead of the Warriors as of late last night. It did change this morning. So I okay. guess you know the books are starting to take notice because I was going to bet on it last night, and then when I woke up, I still ended up taking the Suns to win the West this morning, but it did change because they were the third or fourth favorite in the West for a while. Okay. Yeah, I, to, the way I see it, and I, Joe, I agree with you, but I also agree with Aaron's point. The fact that yesterday the Lakers were favored above them is silly. I mean, they're, they're, they're better. They're a better basketball team. They've been a better basketball team for two years now than the Lakers. It, it feels like when you look at the odds on FanDuel, we'll do NBA Futures, we'll dive into it fully in a little bit here. Sure. Suns, Lakers, Jazz are all kind of like bunched. It's, it's almost like FanDuel saying these three teams we can't tell them apart. Go for it. Nine to one, eleven to one, twelve to one. The right. Warriors are a cut above. This the Nets are two cuts above, and the Bucks are a little bit above too. That that fe it feels like they belong in that first four. <laughs> that, that's the way I view it. Like Suns, yeah. Warriors, Bucks, uh, and the Nets. Put them in the one category, and then there's everybody else. But that was a fun game. Look, I was. I, I, we talked about it. We're going to stay up for that. Early season NBA. That was fun. We get a rematch coming up on Friday. One quick note on the NBA, and then we'll shift to college football and what we uh, 
we found out last night with the rankings. So if there's a trend, Joe, you said it's right. We're trying to figure out the NBA so early. So four and one last night for unders. Unders are now improved to 56.3%. Yeah, you know which under didn't hit? Yours. (laughs) (laughs) So throw the trend away. It stinks. It is interesting. I I think a lot of it was early season with the foul, um, you know, foul trouble issues. Like players like Harding couldn't get to the line like they were used to. I think it was just cutting off points that were being scored. I don't know, though. I don't know what's what's going on. We're we're 20 games in now and 56.3 on unders. It feels like. Is there going to be a correction coming soon because less points are being scored? Are we going to see smaller numbers on the totals each night? Well, a lot, a lot of people believe it's just about the effort defensively, that we didn't see it a year ago, and we're still kind of going through those adjustments, and that's that's why it's been slanted. I mean, there are some specific teams, and this is always going to be the, pay, the case with pace and style and all that, where certain teams are going to be under teams. That's when some trends I don't completely throw out, especially, you know, teams like the Knicks or some of these other strong defensive teams uh, end up playing to the under. But um, and, and some bad defensive teams that play to the over, which balances things out a little bit. I, I think it makes sense. It makes sense just based on what we're seeing. Uh, there's been chatter about the basketball and this and that. I just think it's flat out effort defensively. And and last year we were not seeing it. Yeah. You well. You know what? If that's the case, it it has to impact how we play these, right? If if we're going to get more unders, if we're going to get more defensive, um, you know, effort. I mean, it, it changes the way these games go, and it changes how you bet them because we're fifty six point three percent of the season right now for the unders. All right, the other big story last night, and really the biggest story moving forward for the for the sports scene is what happened with the college football playoff rankings. So we got the rankings last night heading into championship weekend georgia number one no question about that michigan goes to number two after their win against ohio state i expected that alabama at three cincinnati at four oklahoma state five notre dame six joe we wondered yesterday would the committee hold the brian kelly stuff against notre dame and i think you can make a case they did because they're at number six not at number five it's in their bylaws and and they remarked on that last night didn't they just say Notre Dame's out? Because now with, with them not participating this weekend in a game, and maybe this is one of the reasons, maybe a smaller reason, but one of the reasons that Kelly ended up leaving. So he looks at weekends like this, and we're on the outside looking in, and we can't play our way up. Can Notre Dame, without Brian Kelly, move up two spots and not play football? I don't think you can. I don't think you can. So, you know, I... I'm around a lot of Notre Dame fans, and I hear them make the case that the door is cracked for Notre Dame if Michigan loses. I disagree. Is Michigan going to go from two down to five? Is the committee going to keep out the Big Ten Conference? I don't see it. They're going to find a way. And the best, even if they were to lose to Iowa, I still think Michigan would have the best resume overall. So I. I don't see any way Notre Dame goes in. And by making that comment last night, uh, they, they took the stance that Notre Dame is out. And I understand. And I don't think anything's going to happen before we get to Sunday with Luke Fickle. Same situation. What if Cincinnati loses their head coach? Is Cincinnati out? It's notable that they were four and not three last night. 
Yeah, it's almost like they're they're hedging it, just waiting for Oklahoma State to win. And if fickles out, they could put Oklahoma State in instead of Cincinnati. Let's hear from the committee on Kelly and the impact of him leaving for LSU. Gary, Notre Dame at number six. Their resume is complete, so there's no projecting about whether they might win or lose the game. Their season is over. Yet that resume changes without Brian Kelly now that he's moved on to LSU. It's in the selection committee protocol. You can evaluate that. How do you anticipate that being evaluated in the final ranking process? You make a good point, Reese, that uh, committee obviously is aware of all the coaching changes while we were going through the rankings. This week, it uh, didn't apply because the games that occurred and uh, we evaluated based on those games. Once the championship games wrap up, to your point, our protocol does include the ability for the, the committee to consider a player or a coach not being available and should that have a, a, an effect on the outcome of a game, that can be considered. Uh, at this point, we'll have to wait and see how that factors in. But it is one of the criteria that's now added to strength of schedule, to head-on-head uh, -head competition and, and uh, winning championships, etc. At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter your search based on the qualities that are most important to you. Then you can book a free 15-minute consultation call with any therapist you're interested in seeing. So you can get a feel for whether they're the right fit before you commit to a full-length session. Alma also makes it easy for mental health care providers to navigate insurance. That's why 95% of therapists in their directory accept insurance for sessions. So you can find care that's affordable without stressing about the paperwork. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit HelloAlma.com Therapy60 to schedule a free consultation today. That's HelloAlma.com Therapy60. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. I took from that almost as much Cincinnati and Fickle as Notre Dame. I mean, Notre Dame is where they are in the rankings, but that was almost a shot at Cincinnati and Luke Fickle. Like, hey, if you leave, we're not putting this team in. Like, we, I, whatever. Like, I know they're undefeated. It doesn't matter. So as we look forward now, obviously Alabama and Georgia, that game is going to play a big role. I, I still Alabama think, being three is a joke. I still think there's a path for them getting in with two losses. They set it up. How far can you drop them in a loss to Georgia? It's all style points, right? Right. If well, you I mean, lose by one score, can you drop by more than one spot? I don't think so. If you lose by more than one score, okay. But then do you want to see Georgia-Bama again? That's what you're setting up. Yeah, I don't. But look, let's, let's play this out. If look, they're, they're already saying Notre Dame's not going to be there, right? They're, they're stuck in their spot. They're out. If, if no. Baylor beats Oklahoma State, the Big 12's out because there's no two-loss Big 12 team getting. So gone, right? right. Baylor's not going to jump up with two losses ahead of two-loss Alabama. It'll never happen. Okay. So, okay, so then we're talking, what are we talking about here? Like, who who's getting that last spot? If Notre Dame can't move up and Oklahoma State can't move up, who's moving up? Ohio State's not playing this weekend. They have two losses. Right. It's Alabama. Mi 
It's Alabama. And Cincinnati. And Cincinnati. We just, we just shuffled it's, it's the, the order. Four we have. It's the four we have. See, I think even if Michigan loses, it's probably going to be the same four. As long as Alabama doesn't get embarrassed. Well, unless Oklahoma State wins. They're at five. If they win against right, Baylor, right, right. they're, they're the one. You could have a two-loss Oklahoma State. You could have a two-loss Baylor. Would Baylor get in? No. That's boring. No. There's no, Baylor's not getting in. We can't, we can't put the Baylor Bears. And you win the conference championship game, and you have just as many losses as Oklahoma State. Yeah, I think the four in – boy. I, I just – I think the the interesting part now is just going to be – I assume – I think Cincinnati's going to win. I don't think it's going to ruin them. This is – I mean, it, it's intriguing because there's all this drama now. The coaching thing has led to drama within the, the championship. Yeah. I, pretty good. I guess. I guess. History tells us since 2017 that all this drama that we're hoping for, the chaos, since we most of us don't have a dog in the fight, is not going to happen. That the favorites are going to win, right. and they're going to be motivated to not only win, but to win with some style points to secure their spot. Yep. The other big thing last night, Ohio State upset number one Duke in college basketball. So Gonzaga looked like they couldn't lose. They got, they got knocked off. Duke moved up to number one. They get knocked off. Some fun early season college basketball matchups. On the other side, you know what it's time for. It's Wednesday. Mm. It's power rankings. Joe O is back for these. I can't wait for this. Our power rankings as we head into week 13 of the NFL. That is coming up next. This is Becky Dilly presented, as always, by Fan Duel Sportsbook. These Joes are helping you bet like a pro. It's Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio and Aaron Hawksworth on BetQL Daily. Presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 